Hey, so welcome everybody to another episode of Heart to Heart Podcast. And uh, we are your hosts, Yen Chong and Tangi. And today is a very, very special episode. Uh, we finally have our first guest to Heart, Heart to Heart Podcast. And we're really, yes. really excited. Uh, and we really uh, managed to find uh, someone that we can connect with and have some sort of connection because the first time we watched the films is really very inspiring. It's like, you know, I would like never get to see the kind where kind of you stuff. see and you're like, wow, this is something that I want to try in future. Yeah. yeah and I we reached so, out to them. I was so hooked when I watched the, yeah. the, that, that, that wedding. Let me see what's that. What's that? What's that? Very Lana Del Rey feels. Yes. That was the one that, that, that we saw on the Discovery Yeah, stage. correct. Uh, Vanessa and Sam at uh, Port Phillip Estate. Yeah, yeah yes. that was the one. <laughs> I will just flash it out on YouTube, just get let you guys see a little bit, a glimpse <laughs> of it. Uh, it's just ridiculously good because we have never seen this in Singapore. And that's why we wanted to get them on the podcast to kind of share with us exactly the thought process and the style that they do. And to just kind of get get a little glimpse of this uh, particular unique style of filming. So let's welcome Bottle Brush Phil. Yes, Grace and Andrew. (laughs) Hi. Take over, guys. Uh, Give us a brief introduction of who you guys are, uh, where you guys are located. And yeah, just fun stuff about yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, cool. Thank you for having us. So pumped to be here. Thanks so much. We're basically, you want to take this one? I'll yeah, take this some. We're go. Andrew and Grace. So I'm Grace. I do all the editing and Andrew does all the filming. Mm-hmm. So we're Melbourne-based Aussies. What else? Yeah, we've been doing this for about <laughs> six or seven years now. And we've sort of, oh. the last couple of years, really developed our style. And um, yeah. we just like experimenting and trying new things and um, very storytelling heavy in terms of our filmmaking um, which is fun yeah try to do as much kind of untraditional kind of wedding filmmaking as we can so nothing too cliche kind of like out there styles yeah anything that's basically not super cheesy we love doing yeah (laughs) awesome and talking about style could you like i mean since we are all filmmakers right could you share a little bit of paint us a little picture of what's your style is like yeah like more of the storytelling concept yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, it's so hard to pinpoint because basically we approach it trying to make it as like personalized to the couple as possible. So we get like a really huge range of people booking us. Um, we do attend to like attract the party crowd. So that's probably why a lot of our films are quite like different in terms of storytelling. So we kind of don't shy away from anything like super crass, like, you know, I think in that in that wedding you guys were just talking about like the celebrant drops the C-bomb halfway and we put that in the film because the couple was really like <laughs> out there and they didn't care. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think not everyone fits the traditional st- stereotype of romance mm. and all those sorts mm. of things. Like people are so much more nuanced than that and I think we try and just go with what the couple show of themselves in terms of personality rather than trying to make them out to be this perfect, sweet innocent people like there's very few people that i know that are like that so, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah oh by the way uh talking about films uh congratulations on the nomination for the june park weddings though yeah yeah that was that was really really cool i, I managed to saw that and i was like oh i gotta vote for you guys i think you guys, <laughs> you guys really deserve it and kudos Thank kudos <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, that was Kate and Gabby's film. We really tried to experiment <laughs> pretty hard with that. We um, Yeah, that was an elopement. Um, two girls and they were just really down for doing anything crazy. So we got to kind of experiment with like a lot of cool lighting mm. and it was yeah. their ceremony was at night time. So we had it by bonfire. It was really cool. Wow. Yeah, it was yeah. very moody and yeah, yeah. very intense. Yeah. <laughs> we, we always said that if we would get to get married, we'd want to do it in front of a bonfire at night, but then I decided it'd probably be more fun to film it instead. <laughs> so that's where the idea came from. Nice. Nice, nice. So yeah. for for your company, right, uh, how you guys actually got started? Like, could you like describe at the very initial stage? Mm, like, especially with the name, what, what got you guys started <laughs> yeah. with Bottle Brush? 
<laughs> we have like such a debate going about who came up with the name Bottle Brush. <laughs> I think it was me. Andrew thinks it was him. It's <laughs> funny though because we grew up in different states in Australia and where I grew up, the farm that I used to live on, there were Bottle Brush um, plants everywhere. Oh, and- basically, Bottle Brush is basically just like an Australian Aussie native flower. Yeah. Um, it's just like... It's really pretty, but they Andrew grew up around a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, Google it and have a look. It's really it's like this kind of red. Um, I don't even describe it. It's yeah. pretty though. And it comes plant. into bloom. It comes into bloom once a year around oh, sort of wow. this time of year right wow, now. Wow, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah they're kind of, of really nice native. Cover, cover our faces. <laughs> yeah, cover your faces. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so that, yeah, that comes into bloom every time, every around this time every year, and that's generally the start of the wedding season for us, which was the ah. happy so wow. I don't know. I grew up around a lot of them in, in primary school where I grew up, so yeah. I was like, let's call ourselves Bottle Brush, and Andrew was like, no, that's a terrible name. And then, like, a week later, he's like, let's I do know, it. what about Bottle Brush? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um, dude, that was my idea. So, <laughs> so okay, let, let's just say 50-50%, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's always a saying, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Just, exactly. just agree on what she says. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make it a lot easier. Sense. Yeah. Always like, the personally, how how long have you guys been together? Like not in business. Um, oh god, I don't even since know. Two thousand eleven. Thanks. I think like yeah, since two thousand eleven. Oh my god, same yeah. as us. Oh, what? <laughs> we're, we're both whole couples, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So we met we met at film school, and then a few years later, we started Bottle Brush Films together. Yeah. Oh, mm. the seat. Wow! Wow! That's wow. that's really cool. So yeah, ten ten years. Already together. Any yeah, celebration so, for yeah. that, like ten years anniversary. Any big celebration? Oh, we're, we're pretty low key. We're just like I don't. <laughs> we don't really have an anniversary date or anything. For like wedding people, we're very like chill. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll just be celebrating being able to get out of the house next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For now, just enjoy being at home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe for me, I have a more technical question. Because since yeah. I have a chance to like you know, talk to you guys, because uh, I'm the one that always edits and she's always the one that second oh, shoots for me. So yeah. we, we I, I kind of like lead her into spaces of uh, what I need and what kind of vibe we are going for uh, based on the couple's like style. Um, but I noticed that your films, the editing especially, it's super fast paced. Does it affect the filming way that you guys like approach the day itself? Is it must be like as many shots as possible get? Because it's like almost every 0.5 seconds I see a jump cut or there's a transition or something is happening in that in that situation. Yet I don't feel messed up, you know, when I'm watching it. Yeah, it's it very like felt cohesive. Complete. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good to hear for starters. I'm glad because we, yeah, <laughs> we have a very fast paced um, in post. Does it, I don't think it affects how you feel. I don't. I, I guess I've always just filmed the way that I film, and Grace will tell me if she likes it or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, you do you film in like little grabs, so like in yeah. kind of five second snippets. I think yeah, for the most part, the longest sort of take I would film is for about five seconds. But I try and get as much variety as I can on the day, and I don't know whether it's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg. I don't know whether my shooting style influenced yeah. your editing uh. style or whether your editing style influenced my shooting style, but they sort of very, very much go together. I do have to, if I ever shoot for my friends who have a slower paced uh, editing style, I do try and make sure that I film longer takes. Um, so I guess maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think we just, it, it's just natural. It's, it's, it's so like harmonious, <laughs> like at this point that you don't even realise yeah, we don't like really overthink it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a lot of it's determined by the music as well. Like Andrew's style can like, I think we adapt, I adapt his t- style for any kind of couple. Mm. So like we've done some really slower, more romantic films where they are slower takes, but we mostly have been having party couples for like the last year. So it's probably just a lot of fast-paced stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And I think the fact that um, you, you guys said that it doesn't feel like overwhelming or jumbled when Grace cuts fast, I think that's because she puts a lot of effort into connecting those fast cuts. Like there's no um, sense of just 
whatever shot goes after each other, they all they're all interconnected in some way. Whether that's yeah, I think like if there's a fast sequence, it's okay for it to be super fast and to jump throughout different parts of the day. But as long as they make sense as a story, so what you're seeing connects with what you're hearing. So you know, if someone's saying, "Oh, you know, the bride's mm. back in a day was really wild," then you can have like you know, ten shots of her being crazy from getting ready through to party. And as long as it goes with the right audio, it makes sense. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something like what you do also sometimes <laughs> a little bit yeah. but I'll, I'm really impressed because of the there's a lot of like smooth pants in yeah. the shot it's like boom something's happening then the moment boom there's nothing happening during <laughs> yeah. that yeah. but it's so smooth it's like I, I, I felt like you guys have like really anticipated something's gonna happen during that moment so just bam she, she's talking about something then bam another thing's happening yeah. <laughs> it just felt so smooth i was like damn you guys really can read the situation really well i yeah. i like shooting weddings because i tend to overthink everything in my life and so you don't you don't have a chance to overthink things when you're at a live event and you've only got one chance to get it right I, yeah um, i enjoy that part of it i i I think that my shooting could be technically more perfect, but um, at the end of the day, I know that if I get something sort of slightly out of focus, but that's in the moment and that's raw and it's real to the couple, then that's going to, that's the job well done. Yeah. I kind of get Andrew as well, because like, I do like having a lot of movement in our footage. Like that's something I'm a bit like obsessed with because yeah, we do have some fast paced stuff and if it's all static, it just doesn't work. So I'm always on Andrew to like, put movement in your shots, kind of use the gimbal for a lot of dance floor. Mm. Um, and I do get you to, I mean, I tell him not to button off until he's whip panned away a lot of the time because yeah. I like to use those whip pans as mm. transitions and stuff. So there's probably a little bit there. but Yeah, I remember yeah. the first time the first time Grace ever used. So I was recording and I dropped the camera and then stopped recording and she oh. used that into a transition into another shot and I was like, mine. Nice. Oh, that was like years ago. I think yeah. everyone does it now. So it's yeah. like not really that big deal. We were like, whoa. I always say to people that she makes my even my mistakes look good. <laughs> so, so Grace, do you like follow on the shoots itself or you just edit after? I just edit. I usually um I have second shot occasionally, but like rarely. I don't um I don't love shooting personally. Like I don't mind it. Like I'll go to the weddings and second shoot, but I really love storytelling and editing. So mm. I'm a bit of a nerd. I'd much rather be like with the computer, like connecting all the shots <laughs> and stories and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say 90% of the time it's just me. Yeah. It's usually Andrew just shooting alone. He hasn't even had a second shooter. But we do oh. spend a lot of the time with the couple getting to know them. Like our, one of our favourite parts of the process yes. is going out for drinks or a coffee with the couple and just hanging out and just yeah. getting to just know bonding, them. Just bonding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's really fun for us. It's just like a catch up with new friends every time. And yeah. I think through that you kind of get a sense of who they are. Who they are, are, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What about the wedding is important to them? For some people it's about you know, getting married for other people is about having a celebration. Some people are more into, you know, family and friends than they are about taking the centre stage themselves. Yeah. Um, we had a couple once say, you know, I swear we love each other, just not in the mushy outward way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they were kind of like, you know, we don't really want a romantic film. I'm like, that's cool, man. We'll just make it like really crazy and yeah. wild. Yeah. <gasps> but nice. I'm, I'm wondering if because you guys are always editing fast pace but you guys still do slow pace if the couples are like you know are that kind of style um would you say like this is gonna be like your permanent style like people recognize you guys as like the ones that we just saw like party hyped up crazy pants crazy transitions <laughs> or would you like gonna consider like uh evolving your style a little bit further in the future yeah i don't know i feel like even like five years ago even like three years ago our style was completely different yeah. i think it just like naturally evolves and changes like we we didn't start with this style we have now in mind when we began we didn't even have this style like three years ago so mm. i'm sure we will probably change and evolve a bit but i think the continuity for us is like attracting really kind of um wild people and you know yeah, like that. and we when we get sort of similar types of weddings, we always go, oh, we'd love to do try this or try something completely different. Like I think that's the uh, if we ever stopped trying to evolve, we'd probably quit. Like yeah, it would get boring. I don't yeah, think I want to have boring. one style 
yeah, we don't get burnout, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't ever want to just be um, putting out the same thing that we've already done. Like the the yeah. fun for me anyway in the shooting is always trying new things and trying to do better or do things differently, experimenting with a different lens or a different camera or just trying to do the opposite of what I've I've usually done just to keep things creatively interesting. Mm. Ah, okay. I'm okay now. I'm okay. I'm just like a crazy fanboy here. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions that is made up, but then I, I have so many other technical questions that I'm like really. Okay, calm down, calm down. Either way, Andrew loves talking tech. So I'll ask us anything. No, this is like you, you, uh, you guys are like single shooting, and to me, mm. I can't, I can't do that. Uh, I just felt like if I miss out something, you know, I have this anxiety of like, what if I miss? Yeah, like he overthinks it also. <laughs> Every like, wedding. Oh, I gotta get this. I, get, I need to have like a double camera. Even if it's a tripod, it's like yeah, so big. Like, oh, different angles. I know that yeah. I'm gonna be safe. Um, but <laughs> as for single shooting, could you like share a little bit of like uh, on that day itself and maybe of your gears? Do you bring like a lot of gears because you're just one person? And yeah. uh, I feel like, yeah, share a little bit more on that and like how, how do you uh, tackle the day itself? Like because yeah. I, I believe Australians. No, I think we need to know wedding. like the timeline of like uh typical Australian weddings yeah. because like in Singapore, right? Mainly we do uh Chinese weddings. Mm. So for yeah. us, Chinese weddings can spend like the entire day, like usually ten hours. Where in the morning we have this thing called like a gate crashing session, where yeah. the groom with like the groom party crashes and um picks up the bride, and then they will have like some fun and games with the bridesmaids and then. The bridesmaids are like, okay, yeah. you give us money, and then we'll let you in, that. and so on and so forth. Yeah, and then after that, they will have the tea ceremony uh, with the elderly and all, and then usually in the afternoon we will break, and mm. that is when um, some choose to do photo shoots with like family or with the bridal party, uh, mm. or they get ready for the evening. Then the evening is where the solemnization takes place, where the signing of the documents, and then after that, the dinner banquet starts where there's yeah. like too much ins with like two outfits and the typical cake cutting, champagne toast. And yeah, so it can start as early as like 6 a.m. all no. the way until like mm. 11 p.m. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very long, long day for us. So that's, that's typical for Singapore uh, Asian Chinese wedding. So what, yeah. what's it like for uh, Australian wedding? Um, oh, we have worked with like Singaporean brides before and we've done lots of tea ceremonies and lots of the gate crashing games. Yeah, that's a really cool fun. tradition, by fun, the way. Right? <laughs> we should yeah. do that. I love it. So cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but typically for us, it's just the getting ready in the morning. We go to the, usually to the uh, guy's house first. Um, they're not usually doing too much. We stir them up. We say goodbye. We go to the girl's place, get them getting into the dress and then head to the ceremony. Um, and then usually we most of the time we don't do first looks. We don't do letter readings. That's more of an American thing. Um, we do the portrait session and then go back to the reception and then we might grab them again for 20 minutes for sunset for more photos and videos and then speeches and formalities and the end of the night. Most venues in Australia have curfew as well, usually about 11 p.m. So... The, um, the days are definitely not as longer. I think most of the time I shoot about nine hours for the day. Yeah. Um, it's still quite yeah. long, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's good fun, especially when the dance floor is going crazy. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so I, I travel pretty light, just one case with um, two Sony A7Ss and a third camera for a locked-off ceremony shot. So one of my Sonys I have a... Um, on a gimbal because Grace loves lots of movement and gimbal is really fun to play with. Yeah. And then the other one's just handheld with a 50mm lens. Oh, okay. That's the most perfect lens, you know. All yeah. around, uh, you can't go and wrong for with For ceremony yeah. and speeches, I usually use the 70 to 200, but sometimes I change that up as well. Um, I've got the gimbal sitting there during the ceremony and I might pick that up for a few shots and get creative on the wide and, yeah. That's pretty much my setup at the moment, but like I say, it's always changing. Oh, it sounds like a very tiring job. With three <laughs> cameras, three cameras with tripod. Yeah. It's just crazy. I so mean, he, the amount of so, setup. So, I think Andrew's very good at like 
compartmentalizing like okay this part I'm gonna have this ready so I can just pick this up and then okay this part I'm gonna yeah. use this yeah there is one important thing we do though like you, you spoke before about being scared of missing things um, and that's something that we've sort of developed over the years is we've said to our couples that if you want someone to capture absolutely everything then you're probably better off not hiring us I guess like we could put a camera on a tripod press record and come back half an hour later and, it's but, <laughs> and you get everything but to us and probably to them it's not going to be that interesting I, I always say to couples you know I'd rather get creative and move around during the ceremony and get different angles and reactions and yeah. the stuff that's actually going to be meaningful to you and that does mean that I might miss certain things but if you're okay with that for the sake of creativity and for you know as many special moments as possible then you're going to like what we do I think that managing expectations is really important. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like you've kind of got to tell them as well, like the photographer's there to kind of capture everything, like to get every single face and to do the big group shots and, you know, tick a lot of boxes in that kind of area. Yeah. So I feel like with film, like you have a little more luxury to kind of play around and not have the FOMO of missing things. Like obviously like you're going to guarantee them that you're going to get them like walking down the aisle and all the big moments. So you don't want to just be like, well, we might not get that, but <laughs> for most of it, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I think that's uh, from a cinematography perspective, that's one of the hardest things to overcome is the fear of missing out and what will happen if I miss this moment. But um, if you can wrap your head around getting past that, then you can, it really opens up so many creative possibilities. Nice. Oh, you. Answers you answer this so well. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm like thinking it in my head. So, yes, these are the things I need to do on the, on the day itself. Yeah, because we have some weddings that I have to go alone, and that's where I have the most anxiety uh, throughout the day. Uh, though I know that I'm using a zoom lens and I'm pretty much I can cover all angles. Mm. Um, but our style is a little bit different. Um, she really loves symmetry. She really loves framing, so uh, she yeah. doesn't require much movement. She just wanted to kind of like frame it nicely. Uh, yeah. As long as there's symmetry, she's just gonna like, oh my god, I love this shot. OCD, OCD. For yeah. me, like that, yeah. That's nice. That's your style. <laughs> yeah, but for me, it's really more uh, handheld, fifty mil kind of. Um, like being there. Yeah, there. being there with at that moment with them, with, with the with the bridal party and experience yeah. that. Uh, so it, it, it gives me like uh, two very extreme um, kind of pace. So if I want to cut mm. into each frame, I just felt like it's quite seamless between me and her. And of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. With, the, with the ceremonial kind of a shot, uh, we usually kind of like cross shoot and have a center cam, just make sure that it's, it's safe. And ever since I adopted this like three camera thing, I just felt like there's no way I can do with one person and yeah. I would always have to hire a second shooter in case she, she is unable to do so. But I, I, seriously, I, I can't get someone that is close to her way of shooting. Yeah, and I yeah. always find it so frustrating. It's like, you know, when I'm cutting, <laughs> it's like, oh, how I wish that she was there. No, like for us, I think it's to do with like our couple chemistry. Like, do you guys feel that also like? Yeah. Part of why you guys work so well is because of the like chemistry that you guys have as a couple and like just working together very well. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like there's no barriers. Like you don't have to be. I mean, there's no not to sound terrible. Like you don't have to be polite. Like you can just <laughs> you just be chatting in your yeah. all cards off the table. You know exactly what the other person's thinking, yeah. and like it's nice that you know you've got to act like you know, you can completely rely on this person. So yeah. it's nice. It's definitely yeah. Best. <laughs> yeah, we finally have like another couple <laughs> like yeah. that we can get and understand. <laughs> sometimes like, you know, he, he gets like really like frustrated sometimes when he can't get something. They'll be like, calm the f- down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be like, oh. I get like that too, don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but that, that just means that you care and that's never a Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but it's, well, it's our funny. Style isn't as, oh, our style isn't super cinematic though. Like, no. I mean, like I love your shooting, but we're very like kind of rough and raw with how yeah. we shoot. Like, I guess we're not so worried about like, yeah, symmetry in the frame and things like that. Um, mm. You used to be. I think you started out that way, but kind of because of how I edit, we've kind of, 
your style's changed a bit too yeah, and yeah. just kind of meshed it into this. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, yeah, everyone's got different styles. Like I'd say there's a lot more cinematic companies out there than us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and when we do have the opportunity to hire a second shooter as well, I don't look for people that shoot in my style. I look for um, people that shoot the complete opposite because I think Ooh. that's really interesting for me to see and learn from and... I don't want people to try and copy what I do. I want them to shoot in their own way the best possible version of themselves mm. that they can be. Mm. And True. I learn things from that as well. I pick <laughs> up and that gives me inspiration and ideas too. Yeah. And I think we, when we do have second shooters, because it's rarely me, like we'll hire someone else. Like we've got a lot of film mates here in Melbourne and kind of around Australia. But when we do hire a second cinematographer, it's not because we want them to kind of be a safety net like we tell them don't be there just to cover and make sure we've got everything like do the opposite like make sure you're filming for creative shots yeah like we don't care if you only get like 30 shots just make sure they're all amazingly creative do you know what I mean like we don't want them just to overshoot things we want them to have a crack like yeah I mean like you and James do that a bit yeah to really go crazy like um (laughs) it's almost for one particular guy that we use James he went to film school with us as well Mm. and when he and I are shooting together it's almost like a competition of who can get the best shots (laughs) 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 we had one night where the couple was having like he had like the groom had surprise fireworks for the bride and um it's really funny because we've got the two cameras and Andrew's filming the couple and then um James has run off into the bushes to get the widest (laughs) 100 meters running through the bushes getting this like amazing wide of like the venue Wow, I can imagine that. Yeah, so that's like I feel like when you work together as like you know when you have a second shooter, have them be really creative and passionate about not getting everything, just getting about you know the right things, the coolest things. Well, yeah, we always say to people, it's not about the shots that you get wrong. It's about the three minutes worth of shots that you get right mm. or the five minutes worth of shots that you get right. Like, yeah, don't be well, we should make that into a court. Andrew. I was actually waiting. Actually, this is my first full frame. Uh, it, it took me about two years, like uh, because I've uh, we've been I've been shooting half frame uh, APS-C sensor for yeah I think a year and a half, two years before we decided that okay I think we need to okay. kind of bump up a little bit <laughs> just yeah. to kind of get that I actually I like the beauty of full frame because of low light and also uh, mm, I get to yeah. use uh, zoom lens with uh, quite decent. Um, uh, I would say the bouquet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so I have the flexibility of like pop pop, white close white close. Yeah. I mean, I sounds like I'm a very lazy shooter, but <laughs> but, but but I started with like uh, I still wanted to try uh, to shoot full frame with a prime. I haven't get to shoot that yet. Maybe one one day I want to try. Yeah, because yeah. I think zoom make me really a very lazy, lazy shooter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, might be, you might be less tired at the end of the day though. <laughs> yeah. But I think the beauty of prime is like, you'll never get that look. Yeah. You know, no matter yeah, how hard you, you, you try to shoot with a zoom, that yeah. 50 mil compression or the 85 mil compression with that 1.8 is... Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Calm down, calm down. Oh my god, oh my god. I'm just so carried away with this. <laughs> I know, so does Andrew. I'm really just like talking to you. You're definitely talking my language. You guys are really like the same person. You guys are like the same person. And then us girls were like, okay, okay. We're like, <laughs> no, because I, uh, I've been following like, a lot of like um, filmmakers around the world, just kind of see exactly how people shoot their yeah, stuff. Yeah, the time we talked to, I don't know if you know them also, that uh, they're this uh, American filmmakers foolishly rushed in. We had a podcast with them also. Yeah, they also have a very distinct style, and it was yeah, yeah it was also oh. like this. Like yeah, it was like a podcast also. Yeah, so yeah, like an exchange, and yeah, yeah. it's always nice to find out how people yeah, like different perspective at different places. Yeah. And Sure. <laughs> you, yeah, you, everybody everybody can have the yeah. same camera, yeah. but when you yeah. when you approach the day itself, uh, it's it's just some magical thing happen when like we shoot the day itself, and when we see photographers approach the day, I kind of learn from them also, like exactly how, mm. uh, especially those that are very discreet shooters, like they don't like uh, compose them, like try to pack everybody together, get good shots, but yeah. some are really like very secretive kind like stalker-ish <laughs> kind of way where they should they just like sneak past some 
some yeah. uh, like bu- bushes and just shoot through. Paparazzi style. And I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. this is how they shoot. I'm like, okay, I have to try that too. So I steal yeah. a little bit of their shots. Yeah. But okay, I'll, I'll just position the seam just right beside him and just like, yeah, see where I could get it. You gotta yeah. get some inspiration occasionally. It's definitely a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got one question though. Like, because you guys went to film school, right? But like, what made you guys decide to go into like weddings, weddings <laughs> and not like um, corporate and like oh, kind yeah. of stuff? Yeah. yeah, I think we just did it by kind of accident. Yeah. <laughs> I just oh, it wasn't like a job. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Andrew. Well, Andrew started working for a really big um, wedding film company when he was studying. Yeah, they do about three hundred <laughs> weddings a year. Yeah, wow. Wow. wow, that's so that's company. That's yeah, how well, many? Like, they had like eight eight, eight, eight cinematographers and a whole team of editors. So they were a um, churn and uh, burn volume okay. studio. Ah, okay. Um, it was a great place. Great place to learn. Yeah. Uh, cinematography. So I was the second second shooter for like twelve months. For them. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Um, so you're like sort of like thrown into the swimming pool and just like, okay, learn how to swim. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of style. <laughs> yeah, which was great. It was really good. And I don't think I'd even been to a wedding until I started working for those guys. So. Yeah, but you basically, Andrew, kind of wanted to be their top shooter, yeah. and they weren't willing to kind of give him much more work. So Andrew, one of his friends was getting married and Andrew's just like, I'll just film it. So we did that for free. And then he came back with all this wedding footage and I'm like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, I have no idea. Because <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was studying, I loved editing the most at, yeah. um, at uni and I really decided that that's what I wanted to do. So we added to that and then it just started the ball rolling. From yeah. there it was nice. just like random inquiries and just kept going and yeah, never we never set. Never we, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we never set out to be business owners, and it sort of just happened by accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I think now we're kind of like we do love the wedding still, but we're now starting to expand into some corporate work and things mm. like that too, just to kind of keep our style fresh because we've been doing weddings for so many years now. So we're kind of interested in doing <laughs> yeah. some other things too. We'll see where we end up. <laughs> yeah, we want to keep pushing ourselves creatively and see what. Um, and I think that'll help the wedding work as well. We don't ever yeah. want to become stagnant. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with your style of shooting and editing, I think you guys are very well suited for uh, commercial work. Very versatile, yeah. Very, very commercial, yeah. uh, very fashion. Yeah, you yeah. can do like lots of different Yeah, that, the cuts that yeah. you guys should, I think is very well versed for social media because very flashy, it's very like <laughs> over the top. But yeah. it's not messy. I think the, I don't even know how to cut like you guys. It's like I'm, I'm just <laughs> trying to visualize how the hell this can cut within that frame. You just can't get into the it's head like of this. Point three seconds. It's like hmm. I'm trying to break down the shots, but I still can't visualize that as an as a as a fellow editor. I'm just like I'm just scratching my head. I'm like okay, I need to slow mo this. I really see frame by frame. And sometimes you know when you when you get engrossed in another people's film, actually on YouTube you can actually slow down the the, the frames, right? And you yeah, can like analyze yeah, you can actually frame. see very clearly okay at which part they change and or what kind of transition they use. So yeah. I'm just trying to watch and understand. Yeah. But uh, I think come to a question where because you guys are a couple, right? Um is there a tip that you want to kind of share with us? To because since we are still very young in uh, business, <laughs> like for wedding business, but not in relationship, not in relationship. <laughs> uh, is there a tip that you could share with us, like how to work well as a couple? Yeah. yeah. Oh, how to work well as a couple? I don't know. I don't feel like it. <laughs> it's so. It's a constant battle. It's constant. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I think the only tip I'd say is just to be really clear on your jobs. Mm like what your roles are in your business and to constantly like constantly check in with each other. Yeah. Like we had a few years where like the, um we overbooked too many weddings. Yeah. Andrew handles all our bookings and I do all the post-production. So he gets FOMO. He likes to say yes to everybody who inquires. <laughs> and so it runs away from us sometimes. Yeah. And that it did a few years ago and I had such a big workload that it was just so hard to handle and we just didn't communicate properly. Yeah. So like I ended up with this huge workload and it just snowballed for, you know, a long time so I think just constantly check in with each other and just like how's your side of the business or how's your role going like are you are you happy feeling like you're on top of things you know what can we do better in our business to actually make sure we're both on top of our workload really yeah that's key and I think it's easy for it to become all-consuming when you work together as well yeah like I think the main thing that we've learned 
is to try and make time for each other outside of work as well. Yes, that's so important. Even just to watch a TV show or chill out, <laughs> yeah. go, go for a walk. I or... mean, the same way you schedule work, sometimes you have to schedule time together. It sounds lame, yeah. but honestly, you have to. No, 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 I, I totally yeah. agree. Like, you know, sometimes I have to force him to take, like, CC his anniversary. <laughs> you, I have to like, force exactly him to take times off, time off, you know, like even, because you know, like for us in this industry where the weekends are the busiest, right? Yeah. So yeah. I always tell him, okay, you have to take at least one of the weekdays off yeah. don't even talk about work because sometimes you know he gets too excited and then once he starts talking about something then he will start talking about work and I'll be like okay let's not talk about work let's talk about something else no, Andrew is the exact same yeah. like he I have to tell him you need to take a day off like it's Tuesday have a day and he's like no I have emails I'm like Put your computer away. Yes. So, you know. As yeah, then, then, then he'll be like, oh, uh, but this this couple inquired with me. They'll be like, it's okay. They can wait one day. Yes. <laughs> That's literally word for word. Have say the same thing to Andrew. Yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. Andrew's a bit of a workhorse. Like he found his passion later in life. Yeah. So he was a mature age student at uni. I was 18 and Andrew was 27. So um, we have an age gap. And so Andrew always says, like, the reason he's such a workhorse now is because for the like in his 20s, he didn't have a career he loved. Like, yeah. he was kind of just faffing about and not doing much. So now he, like, uh, really loves work because he's, he's doing his passion. Yeah. Whereas I worked all through my 20s and, like, it took me <laughs> a few years to work out. But now I'm, like, really, Chill. really good at taking days off. Nice. Yeah, and then for him, his excuse is, like, but it's therapeutic when I edit or, you know, this is not <laughs> work to me. I'm like, no. <laughs> it is yeah. therapeutic. I mean, editing is really something that is like, I'm not working, but I'm just like feeling <laughs> yeah, my nice, zen yeah. Yeah, doing that, that work. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least, at least it's like a blessing that. that, yeah, we, we love what we, we are, we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I only started this like when I was 27. Yep. Mm, yeah. 27, 28. So, now I'm going close to 30. Yeah. Uh, I, I really wasted like most of my 20s to find this. Like I managed, yeah. I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I want, don't want to waste to the point where I, uh, when I'm like going to my 40s and I regret, I will at least want to try it out first. Because I gave yeah. myself like one year just to see whether it works out, uh, be it in the corporate or in the wedding field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just give myself, if, if I can't make it, then just too bad I just have to find a full-time job but thank god everything yeah. went in place so yeah it's not work yeah <laughs> that's great you've got to keep it that way like if you're addicted to what you're doing that's great you've got to make sure that um, it's sustainable as well because not a lot of people last long term in, in what we do yeah I think at first when we first started like it was very much like that for us too like mm. I found editing very zen and very like it wasn't work but I think anything like even like hobbies can become work if you just let it run away with you like you yeah, need to right. check in with yourself yeah. and just have a day for yourself um, yes yeah when you start to burn out you'll feel it <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm feeling a little bit <laughs> yeah. yeah because it's like the, the end of the year and I think Singapore's wedding uh, season, season is, is like, now, yeah. like just started like yeah, well, okay. now all the way to the end of the year so yes. it's starting to get packed with like pre-weddings and actual weddings and proposals. Mm. I don't know why people like to propose during this period. <laughs> I think uh, I think during COVID, I think there was no chance to go get out and propose. Yeah. So everybody was yeah. like, I need a proposal, I need a proposal. So we did like six proposals in one and a half one months. One and a half months. Almost oh every God. weekend yeah. there's like a proposal. But, but it was nice because the decor, like there was a decor company to like set it all yeah, up. Yeah, set it all just up. Capture. So it's just there shooting and documenting yeah. it. I think that was quite fun. Um, but but it's also quick cash because it's shorter hours and uh, you can get an edit much faster. You have content yeah. for your social media. Uh, basically, it's like an all-rounder kind of thing and you are pretty much covered in the business and the marketing. Yeah. Oh, but curious, who is in charge of the social media? I think it's Grace. I okay. knew it. <laughs> I think girls like, just have the aesthetics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the way that she writes as well, it's 
yeah, I couldn't do what she does. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I find it really fun. Like I haven't burnt yeah. out on social media yet, but I, I, I just like it's so fun. Just, yeah. yeah. We've actually had conversations where we've had to, because like on our website, our website copy and our kind of the tone of voice we put across on social media, Andrew's like kind of writes very traditionally yeah. and a little bit cool, yeah. whereas I'm a lot more kind of blunt and crass and I like our kind of voice bottle yeah. brush to be quite kind of unique if I can get it that way yeah so. that's our mm. brand and the way that she writes is our brand not the way that I write so if you want to post something on social media I'm like what have you written and I'm like you can't write that uh-huh. like. <laughs> and then you have to edit and then like she's not just our film editor yeah no it's fun awesome okay so but I think the last question here is if you have if both of you, I think, should have one answer each. If you have one tip to give uh, a fellow creative uh, that hasn't got to into the industry yet, what would it be and why? Oh, you have like some like Miss Miss Universe question. <laughs> <laughs> one minute. Well, Ding. Well, I'm not wearing my bikini. Summer's coming though, you could. Or if they're trying to become a filmmaker or they're just getting into the business, I'd say like the most important thing is networking. So it's, I think a lot of times with film and media, it's all about who you know more than what you know. Like you can be really basic at what you do, but if you can, you just need to get in, get a foot in the door. So when we started, we were very much into, like Andrew's such a good networker. Like I think a reason why we've booked so many great people over the years is, Purely from Andrew's networking skills. I like talking to people. He likes talking to people. <laughs> and, you know, when we did our first few videos, which we basically did for Peanuts, um, Andrew contacted the venue and the yeah. photographer and had all the vendors share our film and get our name out there. Yeah. Um, yeah so just network oh, really that's awesome. yeah. yeah. I would say, like, if that's I could give, my, give myself <laughs> any advice from seven years ago, it would be to just have fun with it. Um, and that's something that we've always done, but that's important for everyone um, because weddings are very unique um, in music videos, in feature films, in corporate videos. There's usually always a client or a stakeholder who's going to give you feedback and give you direction and you're never mm. going to be able to do exactly what you want. Um, wedding videos are the exception to that a lot of the time because people go, okay, yeah. I don't know anything about it. I just want to hire you to do a video. They don't go, oh, I want it to be fast-paced. They don't go, I want you to use these colours. There's no, no direction, which is like a really huge opportunity to, to experiment and do whatever the hell you want. And that doesn't really exist in a lot of other forms of video. Mm. Um, so that's quite a special thing about wedding filmmaking. Yeah. Um, so take advantage of that a lot of the time. And, yeah, I think networking and also <laughs> uh, learning as well, that's important. Learning. Studying. We, we were we, <laughs> yeah. putting your hand up for lots of shoots and, and getting your name out there, I think, like being, yeah, just, I mean, we did a whole bunch of like, we did so much crap in uni. Like we, yeah. Andrew signed us up for all these like student shoots and we, you know, experimented with a lot of different like mediums of film. Definitely just experiment. <laughs> just, just put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, have fun. Give it all a go. Yeah, you never yeah. know because uh, I think two, three years ago, I was also like at the at the verge of like deciding what what I should do. Then yeah. like I was telling myself like if I have to use up all my leaves for uh, I think you need to any give them context. Okay, so previously he was <laughs> working in like a data and office job, like typical yeah. doing admin yeah. and stuff, and then he started doing like video as a hobby, um, and then yeah, uh. Cool. Yeah, and then we had like some friends who had uh, their wedding coming up and then like they were like, oh, like why not yeah, you just shoot for us for fun? And then he just tried it out and then like he, he just found that he liked it. But then yeah, he was he, he, he was a very logical guy. Like he was very worried whether <laughs> it made sense financially. And then yeah. to me, I told him like, okay, if you get out of your office job, you will have more time to make connections mm. and to source for clients and to sort of focus more on like marketing and building up the brand. Yes, 100%. Yeah, correct. So I 100% supported him like to quit the job and then he like, okay, awesome. let's, let's do it. Yeah. So, so yeah. So never looked back. 
Yeah, and, that's and great. And now that's she's great. complaining that I work too much. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, you supported me, then now I'm like, regret I work too much. Yeah. I reckon so many, um, so many creatives in the beginning spend years like straddling, you know, their full-time job, like their yeah. other career, and then wanting to get into film. And it's usually the ones who don't cut off the other get job that never really make it. Yeah, they get yeah. burned out really fast, mm. even before they go full-time, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I didn't like want him to become like that. Yeah. yeah. You need yeah. to launch yourself into it and go like, what do I actually want career-wise? If it's film, then there's no point having this office job. Like like you said, just throw yourself into it and, you know, you'll have more time to do all of it. So, yeah, yeah that's cool. I love that. Yeah. But work-life oh, balance is important. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. The longer <laughs> that you go into this, the more I realise for me anyway, work-life balance is important. Because I think there's three things that I would define success as a wedding filmmaker by. And the first is um, financial freedom, like if you're earning a good enough wage. The second is creative satisfaction, um, mm-hmm. like whether your work is bringing you joy. And the third is work-life balance. And I think that's probably the hardest one to get right. <laughs> Exhibit A. True story. Exhibit So, yeah, I think if you can always check in with yourself on those three things, then you can't go too far wrong. No, but I'm curious about Grace, though. Like, because Andrew shared how he got started in this accidentally. Like, like, what what about you, Grace? Like, where were you before you got into this with Andrew? Oh, well, I I literally came straight out of high school and did two years of uni. I was actually Mm. tight. It wasn't even university. Mm. Two years of study and then... I started doing a couple of random wedding films that Andrew had shot, but it wasn't super serious no. for like a while. Um, I actually got a job as a junior editor at an advertising agency in Melbourne, a pretty big one. I feel like that definitely was like key for me becoming a good editor because I just got thrown like, yeah, and they keep you to like midnight to pitch videos. And it was really cool. I got to edit like videos for like Kathmandu and Tennis Australia and some, you know, Asahi and some big brands Jeep. out here, Jeep. There was some um, cool shit I got to edit and they were kind of merciless. Like everyone at the shit. agency, like they would give you really rough feedback. Like this isn't good enough. You need to do better. So oh. I kind of learned by doing. But it was kind of good. Like I'm I'm not someone who struggles to take bad feedback. I'm like, all right, we'll just do it better. Yeah, <laughs> you're just, you know, precious creative. Grace tends to thrive with hard feedback. So yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's sometimes a good way to learn as well. Like if you're getting into this business, you know, don't be afraid to give someone your work and ask for feedback because like yeah, that's how you yes, grow. Because yes. most of the time we do have couples who are like only giving you positive feedback. Oh, we love our film. Thank you so much. You know, of course they're going to usually love it. Like it's their story and they mm. don't really understand film. Um, so give it to someone who does and ask for some feedback because that's, it's helpful, man. Like you constructive need to feedback. Yeah. yeah constructive it helps feedback. you, helps you grow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think usually I'm the one giving you the constructive feedback. I'll just like, yeah. tell him straight in his face, okay, this one, not nice, cannot take yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. You got to take it on the shin and, and prove it, when you can. It's kind of fair yeah. because she shot half the thing. So uh, I guess she deserves to kind of give the feedback. And like, yeah. we, I think, I think the beauty of her is she can be able to be very objective she don't mm. really give a crap if awesome. she's married, <laughs> and she's just she's just gonna say that. And I'm not polite with it. Yeah, and and, and, and I feel yeah. that um, the I think the best part is she can because she kind of represent like the brides out there, yeah, and she's more relevant like because usually the ones that go give the approval is usually the bride. So if she yeah. can feel the intensity of the film, if she can feel the emotions in the film, if there's no gaps in between, and she feel that that's right. Or if she cries, like she watched the film and she yeah, cries, I know I that I did something it. right. I cannot laugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. Like it's a good yeah. measure. You know, what but, you but, but feel like, from watching it. have you like ever teared from like watching your own video that you edited or like from? Oh, <laughs> only a couple. Only a few times. Andrew ago. has only cried a few times, but he's basically a robot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I never tear up watching my edit, but I have teared up like watching like raw footage for the first time, like going through the footage oh, and a nice yeah. speech and stuff. Because like, yeah, people say some really nice stuff. Yeah, yeah, especially when they're people that don't usually open up, and you can see that they are. Yeah, really nice. it's always <laughs> when the guys open up for me. I love like when a dad gets up there and says something. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and I'm like, like you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, there's a dude crying. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because like us girls crying, it's normal, right? But I know, it's, like, it's man, not we, normal. Yeah, yeah. we cry exactly. all the time. <laughs> but you grown men cry, cry is like something else. I think. Yeah, so, yeah correct. Oh, that's nice. It's just very heartwarming and like mm. you just never know what to expect after every wedding because like yeah. every wedding is different. Yeah, exactly. That's the best part <laughs> of this job is that like you know no matter what like um you know yeah. you think weddings get repetitive but they really don't. Like there's so many people from different walks of life that you get to like tell their story. It's pretty incredible. Like mm. there's always some huge point of difference. It's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's so different. Even if they appear to be the same, they're not. You just have to dig a bit deeper and see. Yeah, I always like people who are like, we don't know if we're cool enough to have you do a, our wedding film, or we don't know if we're out there enough. I'm like, you don't have to be any anything. Like, you just be yourself and yeah, you know, tell your story. Yeah. That's what you get the best films from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as you. That's, yeah. that, that's about all that we're going to ask. Yeah. I think we pretty much have yeah, awesome. 120% of it. Well, yeah. I actually added like five more out of that five. That I think I more like 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so really thanks a lot for like, you know, accepting this and yeah, being part of this podcast. Time, yeah. And being the first ever guest, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much. This whole process. Yeah, because the previous one that I got, like uh, the time we got Fulishi rushing in. Um, that one wasn't from this brand. Yeah, this that was brand. just like uh, a corporate brand that we did. Yeah, because, yeah. okay, initially when we started this, right, it was just like this corporate name so like there was no uh, division between the corporate side and the wedding side and then after that we decided to like make the wedding side more um obvious a stand up yeah so yeah. we yeah. came up with a different name for the just the wedding side yeah so that's how yeah. you guys are the first guests for this oh, wedding so brand cool. <laughs> podcast yeah that's so cool thanks oh, so thank much you. thank yeah. you for having us it's been so nice talking to you as well yes yeah, like we have an alarming amount in common so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy okay we yeah, can have like more zoom sessions with like beer and like yeah 100 it's always yes. interesting to see what other people do differently in different countries as well because it is the same craft but it's there's so many different things culturally and it's just really yeah. it's just really fascinating to know how different people do things yeah uh, we'll totally do beers zoom beers soon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'll just wrap things up uh, yeah. in the uh, in the podcast so thank you so much uh, Grace and Andrew for uh, being part of this podcast uh, and if you have any questions uh, after watching this uh, be it like filming or if it's just wedding itself uh, do let us know in the comments below uh, we, we'll, we'll love to kind of have a conversation with the couples that are watching this or even vendors that are watching this I believe we'll be sharing this to all our friends our friend doors friend to be to watching <laughs> this to be part of this yeah and uh, see you guys uh, on the next podcast <laughs> Hey, so hope you enjoyed today's topic and if you like today's content and you feel that it actually resonates with you, please subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating into a subscription. Uh, on, if it's on Spotify, this do give us a 5-star review that is really good. Uh, if it's on Apple Music, there's also a rating system because the rating system is one of those ways that you could elevate the podcast uh, into a into the higher rankings of the podcast because uh, there's not really a lot of ways that you can boost this podcast so the only way to show, show support is to uh, rate this uh, highly so that it will be easier to be uh, explored by new listeners and that will really 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 help uh, this podcast to continue to survive too so really thank you again and I will see you next time